This is the Extravagant Promises Podcast, and I'm your host, Gregory. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. This is a podcast about reckoning, recovery, and redemption. We share our experience, we share our strength, and we share our hope. Tonight's episode is episode number 52, Abandoned. Before we get into the episode, I would like to once again go over the four basic housekeeping principles that are part of every episode. And the first is that this is not an AA meeting, nor is it meant to hold itself out as an AA meeting. It, it is merely a part of my recovery program that is an act of service in the hopes that it will maybe serve as a, a comfort to other people who are suffering inside and outside the rooms. It can be a compliment to your recovery program. Second, I'm not a mental health professional. I have no mental health or health care training of any kind other than basic water-saving, life-saving skills as a middle schooler or a high schooler. So please do not look to me for um, questions or answers regarding science or medicine. Um, I have opinions about some of those things, and sometimes I share them as they relate to my personal experience but I am not qualified to offer any kind of medical advice, and this is not designed to do so. Number three, uh, this is an act of charity, an act of service. It will never be a commercial endeavor, and I will never accept nor solicit any kind of advertising nor contributions from listeners. This is free for you. It is free for me. It is an act of service. And number four, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, and I just ask that my anonymity uh, always be preserved and respected. I will always preserve and respect your anonymity. I encourage people to reach out to me and give me feedback, questions, comments, requests. You can find me on Instagram at, at, at the site at Extravagant Promises Podcast. You can DM me there or you can leave comments in the uh, posts and I will respond uh, on the show or privately if you prefer. You can also email me, Gregory, G-R-E-G-O-R-Y, letter B, B. So it's Gregory B at extravagantpromisespodcast.com. Okay, now that that's over with, let's get into the meat of the of the episode here, which will be another Fairly short one, but but I think is one that is uh, especially important today, um, which is January twentieth, and um, and you know what I'm going to say is uh, continuing that that question about outside issues in at page you know the famous page one sixty four of our big book. It says, as we all know, abandon yourself to God as you understand God. 
Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. And I think that's a perfect, perfect uh, uh, paragraph in so many ways. But I also think that it's so superb right now with in, in across this beautiful globe, we have people who are suffering and in strife. And, and of course, within the United States, we have just extreme levels of division and hostility and things like that. And I, it is not my place, and I would never want to infect this podcast or our program with political commentary or any of those things. Rather, instead, it, it is like I said, the question of these outside issues and how it relates to recovery and specifically my recovery, my experience, my strength, my hope. And, and frankly, that's why I chose the last time when I, uh, the last episode I said, let's keep outside issues outside. And that's why I chose this passage from the big book, which is abandon yourself to God as you understand God. When I, allow outside issues inside into my head when I get spun up and stressed and anxious about this or that um, I am not abandoning myself to God I am not letting uh, 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 having an understanding or a conscious contact with a God of my understanding instead I am trying to I'm imbued with fear and anxiety and and, and anger and rage and all these emotions that dysregulate my serenity and lead me to a path of instability, of restlessness, of irritability, of discontent. And we all know where that leads. The next step is picking up a drink. And then, of course, the drink picks up a drink. And then the, pick, the drink picks up this man um, and throws him into a cavernous abyss. <laughs> so, so what do we do? Um, you know, I, obviously I'm not here to, to be advice giving or opinion offering about anyone's program, but what I do and what I have done is I have embarked on a complete and total embargo of all news and, um, and being involved in, um, the, outrage or the subject of the day. And I just, I, I decided to give an experiment of what does it mean to abandon yourself to God? And have I ever really done that? You know, if you're sitting on blank, I'm not going to say, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, you know, whatever channel it, whatever political persuasion, is it serving you? Is it serving me? I, I you know, I think not. Is it making me feel better? I think not. Is it giving me information that I absolutely need to get through my day? I, no. It is, none of it is helpful. None of it has proved that to me. And so I thought that I, I have come to the conclusion for my program and for my life that when I am engaged, I, I might as well be on the needle. 
you know, I might as well be on the needle because I am not abandoned to God. I'm abandoned to the needle. I'm abandoned to the news cycle. I'm abandoned to whoever's yelling at whoever and, and why can't they see and or this and that. And, and so I have made the commitment to have a complete embargo and to truly try to walk in that, to trudge that road of happy destiny by abandoning myself to God as I understand God. And I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie. It's been fantastic. And there are people, including family members, who cannot believe that I'm doing this. I tried to do it last year um, at the beginning of 2020. I tried to do it. And um, some people very close to me, some some people who are senior producers at major networks and things like that, would say, were just like, you're going to just be uninformed. I can't believe it. You know, family members saying... Uh, you got to stay informed. And, and what I realized was it, none of this is informing me and it's not, it's not enabling my, it's not empowering my spiritual connection, my program of recovery. It's not keeping me sober. It's actually part of my disease. That's what I concluded. You know, there are a lot of things out there that, you know, the disease with a capital D it's, we know it's cunning, it's baffling, it's wicked, it's all-powerful. It will use every tool that it has at its disposal to get you off the beam, to get your compass misaligned, to get your azimuth off-center so that you end up in that, un that, that rocky, horrible island of death called relapse, called using, called drunkenness, whether it's spiritual, emotional, physical, alcohol, drugs, far away from bliss, far away from serenity, far away from your higher power who loves you. And that, and, and, and I've told, and I've shared on this program, there, there have been very interesting ways that that, that um, disease has tried, has come at me. One of the ways it came at me was when I, I, I was suffering from severe back pain. And, um, you know, I, I wasn't going to go the opiate route, obviously, but but I just didn't, you know, I was just in a lot of pain to the point where it hurt to walk. Um, and I don't have any infirmities, really. You know, it's just I couldn't walk. And, um, and a voice came in my head and said, hey, you know, um, and a little segue, like I've always noticed my higher powers voice and my disease's voice, they never occupy the same space at the same time. Um, it's just one of those things. Uh, so the voice said, you know, alcohol is a medicine. It's an ancient medicine and remedy, and it might ease your pain. You know, like just some straight alcohol might might up might 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 make your back feel better. And I was just like, oh my God. And I, you know, I, I, I just got down on my knees and prayed. And then I called my sponsor and, you know, I called my partner and said, kind of told on myself, like, this is what I heard in my head. I'm not going to drink, obviously. But my God, you know, that's how it comes at you. And I would just ask, ask you to think about it. Like, is, is it coming to you through the New York Post? Is it coming at you through uh, CNN or Fox News or whatever? Is that your disease? Is that how it's coming at you to get you so upset you're not talking to your neighbor, 
to get you so upset you slam the phone down on your mom or your dad or your cousin to get you so upset you're going online and posting just flaming people. I mean, on fuego, you know, just just flaming them. How dare you? How could you? You know, it's got you so off the beam that your serenity is start that my, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just saying you, you know, I'm not giving advice or, or, or opinions here. I'm just saying, I guess, hypothetical you, royal you, you know, is it got you, is it got you there? I mean, think about it, you know, the stuff that people say to each other online and the stuff that people say to each other through the online community known as television, you know, that say to the world what they're putting out in the world. And they're calling people Nazis and they're calling people asses and clowns and making names up for each other and all these things. Like, can you ever imagine sitting within arm's length of a person and saying that to their face and not thinking that you're going to either enrage them but or you're going to just humiliate them and shame them and make them cry i mean how in on earth is that sober how on earth is that serene it's not and the people who love me i notice they, they all have certain common characteristics the people who love me and love my sobriety the people who love my sobriety and love me by extension you know what they all applaud and try to support my ability to keep outside issues outside you know, they don't argue about it. Now, I'm not talking to the, the people who ask me those questions that they don't love me or they don't they want me to drink. No, no, no. They just they just don't know. But the, that inner circle, that inner accountability circle, those good human beings who who thrive with me in a state of serenity and sobriety, they don't want to see my sobriety go away. And they know that those outside issues focusing on it, ruminating about it, stewing about it, resenting about it, all these things, they know that's just, you're just one step away from going downstairs and pouring yourself a stiff one and, 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 and gulping it down. And goodbye life, goodbye sobriety, goodbye conscious contact with the God of my understanding. Keep outside issues outside. How have I done it? How am I doing it? I would say, because I tried it in 2020 and it didn't work. You know, I tried it. I, I did not relapse or anything like that. It did not, you know, I, I was able to stay strong on my program, but but it it sucked, that part of it. It sucked. It was like, you know, because I feel like, well, I need to, in, you know, this pandemic, I mean, how 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 else can I deal with what's going on with it except by watching the news? Like somehow, you know, fill in the blank anchor person is, is going to be giving me information that I need not. Anyway. And then, of course, we've got the election coming up, and I'm just like, you know, now I'm just a junkie. You know, I'm just hooked. I'm on it. I'm on the needle. Every morning, we wake up, put on YouTube TV, and go to whichever channel we decide we want to watch and get spun up. Um, next thing you know, three hours have gone by, and you haven't been to a meeting, and you haven't exercised, and you haven't gotten down on your knees and asked God to come in your head before you did. I haven't called a, called another drunk. I haven't called my sponsor. But, man, I, I am informed. I'm informed by the definition of, you know, whoever, which I wasn't. You know, what I am is I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm the opposite of serene. I'm restless. I'm irritable. I'm discontented. 
And so, you know, I just found like this is just not working. And so if I'm going to, you know, it's like that book, The Surrender Experiment. Great book. You know, really, it's what one of the early books in my sobriety where it was like, I'm just going to surrender to the universe. And if surrendering to the universe means abandoning yourself to God, those are, you know, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, him, her, you know, they, uh, you know, abandon yourself. You know, it, it, it's not abandon hope, all ye who enter here. It's, it's abandon yourself. Just, just surrender yourself to the, to the higher power. And, 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 and the best way for me has been to embargo, to cut off, to, to, to cut the, cut the oxygen off to that de- disease, that oxygen line to that disease. It'll come at me in some other way. I know it will. It'll find a way. You know, water's always going to find a way through your roof somehow. One day, you're going to have a water leak. You know, it's just how it is. It's the common enemy. And, you know, my disease is like that. It's, I've said this in the podcast before, but there's a great scene in the movie The Exorcist when Father Marin is, uh, who is the exorcist, and Father Karras, who is the psychiatrist, Catholic priest, who's assisting and having the, his own questions of faith, Father Karras is saying to Father Marin, you know, as they climb the stairs to go and try to perform this this deed, you know, he starts saying, well, you know, the the demon, it, it takes a form of this, and she thinks it's that. It's like, and, and Father Marin, who's played by Max von Sydow, turns to him and he says, no, it's only one. It's the devil. You know, like, make no mistake about it. That's who we're going to do debt. We're going to do war with right now. This is the devil. That's what he says. And I think of my disease like that. Like, I'm, oh, it's a, you know, it's outside of shit. It's politics and, oh, it's a pandemic news and, you know, Fauci or this one. And, oh, I got to listen to, you know, this doctor. And, oh, oh, I need to not listen to that politician, whatever it is. And it's like, nope. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that Fauci and, or, you know, the president or the, or the, Speaker of the House, or, or any of those people, are the devil. What I'm saying is, it's that's my disease coming at me, throwing things at me to get me off of the main thing. Let's make the main thing the main thing, which is abandon yourself to God, trudge the road of happy destiny of sobriety, and and these outside issues have no place there. And and see for yourself. Do an experiment. Go a week. Go one week. It's sort of like being newly sober. You know, go one week without without looking at any form of news. You know, no political discussions, no arguing, no thought. Just just focus strictly on every time it comes up, just open the big book. Every time it comes up, go for a run, whatever. Just just turn the TV off, you know, and don't look at that. You know, watch cool shows, you know, on uh, th- that have nothing to do with this current political cycle and all these things, and ask yourself, how did I feel? Did my did my did my what does my EKG look like? If my sobriety had an EKG, you know, one of those little cool little bars that's sitting there. If my sobriety had an EKG, you know, is it out of control? Like I'm I'm in defibrillation or afibrillation, whatever it is, or, or is it flatline? Is it dead? Or is it got a nice, steady, serene, cool, calm heartbeat? 
you know. The dog, my dog doesn't care about all this stuff. My dog just wants to lie across my chest and and lick my face, you know. And I'm like, that's that's my higher power being like, hey, shut the TV off. Give it one week, you know. I've I'm I'm now I guess on week two of this, and um, it's been fantastic. It's been fantastic. So um, that is that is that's the subject, you know. That that is this this week's podcast is really this focus on um, uh, the concept of. Uh, just let go and let God, you know, and, and, and when we, when we don't let go and let God, that's when we run into, that's when we run into all of the, all of the problems that we have. Um, that's when our disease takes over, you know, that's when we, we start, well, boy, we are involved and, um, you know, we are, we are informed, but we are, not sober. Hold on one second. You know, I'm, 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 it's, it's interesting how people just want to bombard you and bombard me with questions about politics and and all these things and just it's like they're just baiting me and i just say like hey I, i'm you know i didn't watch i'm not i'm not i'm it's not something i want to talk about and I, I'd, I'd encourage us to, to look at this like you know when we when we ask that question think about this like so our fellow worker will soon have friends galore some of them may sink and perhaps never get up but if our experience is a criterion more than half of those approach will become fellows of alcoholics anonymous when a few men in this city have found themselves and have discovered the joy of helping others to face life again there will be no stopping until everyone in that town has had his opportunity to recover if he can and will and it goes on our book is meant to be suggestive only we realize we know only a little God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in the mor- in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the capital great capital fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. God, oh my God, I'm doing that. It's just doing that every day, trying to. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then. seconds here
finishing up. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past and will wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. No matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. That feeling of uselessness and self-pity will disappear. We will lose interest in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. Our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. Fear of people and of economic insecurity will leave us. We will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. We'll suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. Are these extravagant promises? We think not. They are being fulfilled among us, sometimes quickly, sometimes slowly. They will always materialize if we work for them. God, help us keep outside issues outside. Help us remain serene in the face of emotional dysregulation, in the face of a bombardment of news cycles and information and stress and anxiety and fear. Help us walk that path and trudge that path of happy destiny and meet fellows along the way, fellow men and fellow women. Along the way, the fellowship of the Spirit. May God bless, may God may you bless us, keep us, Until then, amen.